session of the Saturday Morning Motivation Show. I am your host, C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. The Mediator, and she wrote right here at our ground zero. If you have not heard, today is part two of what we started this past Tuesday on the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. Uh, welcome to all of you in our call query and those of you who will be listening to us in the replay, and of course, those who will be joining us over in our show's chat room. Thank you so much for being here today. And as always, a special shout out to all of our sisters and brothers, of course, who are listening to us over on the Armed Forces Radio Network. We want to let all of you know that we honor, respect, appreciate, and love you, and we are keeping each and every one of you in our prayers. So thank you for to those of you who have served and who are serving now in our military. We appreciate you more than my mere words could ever express. So welcome, as I said again, to another session here of the Saturday Morning Motivation Show. We air here every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. here on the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe channel, which falls under the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. So again, welcome. We're going to get started. If you would like to join our conversation today and you're over in our call query, of course, you can press the number one on your phone. And as soon as I'm done with today's commentary, I will bring you online to um, start our discussion for today. And of course, if you're in our chat room, if you are logged in under username, you can type out your question or comment and I'll read it for you on air. If you're joining us as a guest, you need to log in or call in at 646-478-4726 in order to join our conversation. Either way, you can just sit back, relax, and enjoy our time together, or you can get involved and become a part of the discussion. But before we jump into that, we're going to do our breathing exercises. So everyone, for those of you who are new, we usually start our programs with breathing exercises, so I ask that you are either lying in a comfortable position or you're seated in your favorite chair. I don't want anyone standing so that no one, once we close our eyes, you don't lose your balance and fall or hurt yourself in any way. So again, let's get ready to start our breathing exercises, and you will continue this throughout our program. I want you to be as comfortable as possible because every little bit helps. So for the next 50, um, 53 minutes or so, 
we are going to just leave all of our carries, our hurts, our disappointments behind us. And we're not going to worry about what's going to happen in the next minute, second, hour, year, whatever. We're not going to worry about that right now. Today is about our time together to help to release and, and relieve the stress that we've been carrying around. So let's get started. Eyes closed, seated, lying back. Let's take a deep inhale. Now exhale slowly. One more time. Inhale. Now exhale. Inhale. Now exhale. I'm about to start our program, but I want you to continue to breathe at your own pace. So today is part four of our Attitudes and Altitudes series that's going to lead us through the entire year. I want you all to understand today is part four. If you missed any of the parts, I promise you before the show ends, I'll give you the contact information so that you can get access to the prior shows. But today is also part two of a two-part series, as I said, that we started on Tuesday, all about bad days. Uh, On Tuesday, Sister Shauna was with us, and she brought up some great points And um, I shared something as well, and we're going to expand upon that in a few moments, but so that you'll know how this is going to flow until the end of the year. Uh, Every year around this time in the last quarter, I start a program because this is the time of year, as you all know, when the suicides and the depressions and all of that um, start to rise. It's the holiday season. So many of us are going to wake up, either we have or we will be waking up to a brand new world. We'll be coming home to a brand new world. The world that we have known for months, days, years, decades, it's no longer there. So this is to help us make it through so that many of us know that we're not walking this journey alone and to help us to develop and uh, find some Uh, resources and ways that we can make it through and prepare for our new lives in the new year. So I decided that I would go through my book, Silent Noise Lip Service, and I would read a piece, and that would be the inspiration for our programs because I wrote the book right after – I started writing it after my divorce from my abuser, and um, the pieces, so many have found them to be very profound and inspirational that what better way to get a guide for the next, um, what, 80, 90 some odd days or so than to just follow the book. So the piece that um, we started on this past Tuesday was titled Bad Day. Uh, It was one of the last discussions that I had with a dear friend of mine who died from brain cancer. Um, These were um, some of the words that she had shared with me. Today is a day I'm not feeling so okay. 
Today is a day I cannot find my way. Today is a day I have no words to say. But today is a day I know is not here to stay. So as today prepares to go away, I pray tomorrow will be a brighter day. So many of us are living right here in that moment. Right now we're still in shock and awe of what has happened or what we know is looming in our futures. So we started it, as I said, this past Tuesday, and some of the highlights of that discussion were the fact that um, I had shared the fact that um, I had married for one of the things that I married for. I did love the person who I thought my ex-husband was, and um, I was so in love with him in so many ways, but that person didn't exist. But one of the things that I did marry for is that I, I'm a visionary, so I look to the future. So I also married for potential. I married for potential. So when we go into certain things, no, in different aspects of our lives, when we go into these uh, aspects, we have to understand something. What we envision or what we expect may not manifest. Yes, we had the plan down and we did the whole nine yards. We had a working plan, all of that. It's a little bit different than when some people go into a relationship with the expectation of changing people. Um, we had a plan. It was what I thought was a dual plan at the time. So many of us, we go into this with a singular plan of what we expect and what we want to happen. And that's in lies, uh, that lies the problems because when we live our lives expecting people to live up to our expectations, we are bound to be disappointed over and over again. We are bound to be disappointed over and over again. So do not enter into anything of this nature based on potential. And one thing that Shauna had brought up, she brought up several wonderful points on Tuesday, was the fact that... Um, let me get my notes here for a second. That she wanted to know what she had done. You know, why, what did you do that was so wrong? And to that I say, stop trying to make yourself guilty of a crime you did not commit, okay? So I want you to understand You didn't come into this relationship a guilty party. Do not exit it taking all of the blame, okay? Some of us, yeah, maybe we didn't see some things. Maybe we played a small part, but the ultimate decision, in many cases, we did not cause this. Someone, our partners, decided that it was not where they wanted to be anymore. Yes, they will try that trick and try to put it all on us and make us feel guilty. And so many of us, we fall for that. But stop trying 
to make yourself guilty of crimes you did not commit. And, you know, and, and the interesting part is that our hearts will allow us We try to help other people, and we will tell them the blame on themselves. But our hearts won't allow us to blame anyone but ourselves. Okay, we're quick to tell other people, don't put the blame on themselves, but our hearts are quick to tell us that we are the root cause and we should blame ourselves. That could be a conflict between our heart and our minds, but when that struggle allows us to convince ourselves that everything is our fault, there lies a problem. So when we're quick to tell other people not to put the blame on themselves, we need to understand this and follow our own advice. I need you to understand this, just as we tell other people not to put the blame on themselves, we need to follow our own advice. And, you know, it was so interesting today. I love when divine timing kicks in. I was listening to another program of one of my fellow sisters, Sister Marcella, on her Motivating Praise show this morning, and she had brought up some points I had just spoken about. And that were a part of this program. Now, because a lot of us will be going into this new season by ourselves when we have been there for everyone else. We were the wives. We were the girlfriends. We were the boyfriends. We were the significant others to so many people. We have been there for everyone else. And people always say to us, what is that old adage? Fake it until you make it. So behind the scenes, we're faking it in hopes that we will make it for ourselves because we have been there taking care of everyone else, family, the children, everyone else, and then all of a sudden we're here by ourselves. So you know what? Well, this, instead of faking it until you make it, Because if you're faking it in the very beginning, guess what? Nothing can be real down the line. That is the realization of that statement. If you come into something with a lie, you have no choice but to continue to live that lie unless you make the decision to tell the truth. And we all know that it takes a lie to cover a lie. You can't use the truth to cover a lie. You can't do that. You have to continue to lie to make that lie appear real. I didn't say to make that lie appear the truth. I said to make that lie appear real. There's a difference. So my advice to you is this. Face it until you fix it. Let me say that again. Face it until you fix it. For those of you new on our program, I do have moments of silence. That is the time that I give you to digest and reflect upon 
the discussion this far. We're about to bring, I believe this is Sister Marisol, who's on the line today, uh, to um, bring in to our discussion phase of our program. But it's all about facing those bad days until we can fix them. Face it until you fix it. I want you to understand this. Say it with me. I am going to face it until I fix it. They say that um, fear, another one of those acronyms is uh, false experiences of appearing real. I say it means face everything and rise. have been saying it for years. I'm so tired of the acronyms that make up excuses and the acronyms that add something negative to the mix. Face everything and rise. Face it until you fix it. How about doing the positive things? There is something to be said about the power of attraction. And when we do the positive, guess what? It may be small, it may be huge, but the atmosphere is going to send us back what we put out. If we continue to put out positivity, the positive will come back to us. Face it until you fix it. Face everything and rise. With that said, I'm going to welcome my dear sister, I'm pretty sure it's Marisol, uh, on the line this morning for our discussion phase of our program. Good morning, beautiful one. Good morning, Maria. Good morning, awesome topic. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm in here inhaling and exhaling, okay? That's right. Inhaling That's all right. that. All that uh, positive energy and information and exhaling all the fake and uh, mm-hmm. stress. I, uh, That's how it works. Yeah. Let it go. Definitely. Let, Let it, it go. go. Ooh, and I, t- I tell people every evening, one thing that you should do as well is when you come in in the morning, you know a lot of people, I notice when they start to pray, it's always, Lord, forgive me for my sins. And I say, why do you start off with forgive me for my sins? Why not start off with gratitude? Lord, Mm -hmm. I'm here in my home. I'm able to get down on my knees. I always start off my prayers with, Lord, first and foremost, thank you. And some nights, guess what? You know, Mm -hmm. I usually say this. Lord, you know what? I'm not where I used to be. And I used to, I I thought I was at a great place when I was on top of my game. I had the great guy and the beautiful home and the whole nine yards and blah, blah, blah. And then when God knocked me back down to ground zero and now he's rebuilding me, I can actually say, Marisol, that this leg of my journey is so much more interesting than the um, first go around when I just knew that I had the perfect everything, a pretty darn close to it. And now I realize just how imperfect it was because it was not my final destination. Now I believe that I'm on the path that I should be on. And for those of you listening, 
think about what I'm saying. It's something positive because I'm not going to sit here and talk about where I was every show. I want you to see where I am now. Where I was is where many of you within the sound of our voices are right now. But where I am is a testimony to how far I have come in my journey. So, again, you know, this part here, Marisol, it's all about, well, as you know, it's bad days. We will be doing this series throughout um, the year. I was so glad because as I was going down the book, we were laughing about it on Tuesday because I said, okay, the next piece in the book is called Addicted, but I really didn't want to do that for my Sunday morning inspiration. And I think God was laughing somewhere because he was probably like, this child, I was like, Lord, I can't do this particular piece on a Sunday. I'm not doing that. But as it turns out, it's part of a trilogy that I wrote in the book. And the first piece is called Hooked. So tomorrow we will be talking about Hooked. Mm. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll be talking about Hook tomorrow. That's part one of the three-part trilogy. The second part, which comes up on Tuesday, will be Addicted. Mm. And then Saturday will be followed by the last part of the trilogy, and that title is Conflicted. Mm. So that's how it comes along, Hooked, Addicted, and Conflicted. I want you all to understand that's how the flow of the trilogy goes. And once again, let me tell you all something about the power of divine timing. Mm. I didn't want to do, I was so uncomfortable and worried about doing Addicted on Tomorrow. Then it dawned on me, oh, that's right. This is the one part of the book that's not really in alphabetical order, but it, it falls as I, well, it is in alphabetical order, but the trilogy itself starts with Hooked. And I believe the first part of um, Conflicted, which is the third part, it starts something like, you've been hooked and addicted, and now you're just conflicted. So that's how all of the pieces tie together. So it's going to be some kind of special on Tuesday because addicted is a very racy piece, and it's not spelled like most people spell addicted. It's spelled a different way. Use your imagination, listeners. But... Um, we'll be doing that. So those are our shows in order. Tomorrow we will be speaking about Hooked. Um, and then uh, next Tuesday, that uh, this coming Tuesday, we will be doing Addicted. And then the following Saturday, we will be doing Conflicted. Um, as you can see, just by the titles alone, you can almost imagine how this falls into our Attitude and Altitude series that we're doing to the end of the year. So that's where we are now. So, sis, I know that you had to jump off on Tuesday, so we're just going yeah. to say point blank, how do you handle <laughs> your bad days? <laughs> oh, wait. Well, I tell you what, uh, um, when you talked about uh, that, uh, how we blame ourselves, and how uh, we take on all this blame, you know, um, having been married and divorced as well, you know, I've been there and done that, uh, but it was more like, it was more like my, uh, when I would reflect back in my marriage, uh, 
and uh, what led all the way up to the divorce, uh, it, it was more or less more for uh, self-awareness. It wasn't so much to beat myself up. I, I was just looking at what part did I play in my own misery? What part did I play in my own misery by being fake with myself and the things I was telling myself about my marriage that didn't exist, you know? Um, and, and it wasn't a beat down. It was more like it was freedom for me because going forward, you know, um, like they say, you know, uh, if, if you don't, you're bound to repeat the same thing. It's, uh, mm-hmm. There's a thing for that. But anyway, I had to do some self-reflection. I had to look at some parts that I play. So going forward, I'm more self-aware of what's right. acceptable and what's not and, and, and how I don't need to fake, you know. Um, I faked a lot of orgasms, Maria. I'm going to just put it like that. And I'm not talking in the sexual terms. I mean, although that was part of it, too. I faked a lot in my marriage. The happy, the 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 uh, 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 the hope, the, you know, uh, how it really was, and but it really wasn't. And, and it was always, like you said, about taking care of others. It was always mm-hmm. about someone else that I would put myself through faking all these orgasms uh, in my marriage, you know, um, and then it goes back to that uh, potential thing, you know, um, it's a dangerous thing to uh, marry potential, to go into anything potential, that's, you know, uh, that's that's faking, that's literally fake, we have, we, I have to face the facts, you know, something to be said about facing the facts of life, you know, um, and either accepting them or not, you know, um, not with the, like, uh, the hopes, like you said, of changing someone, you know, and, and what really happened was they didn't change, I changed, it changed me, and it changed me into uh, not a good thing, okay, um, because mm-hmm. I became a victim, you know, I became very passive, um, I uh, I was miserable, you know, uh, living in that fakeness with myself. That 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 statement right. to that be true is so. It's always been an attraction for me. To thyself, we must be true, you know. Right. And um, those those expectations and and what my guy showed me is, it's okay to have expectations, but you need to keep them realistic based on facts. Based right. on facts, or song, they were totally unrealistic that I put on myself and then, of course, on my spouse. When I say that, do I feel guilty? No, I feel free. I'm free in, in telling the truth about my part and what I learned and what I did to myself. Right. Um, so now moving forward, um, self-awareness is the key. Um when I interact in, in any kind of relationship, what is the opposite sex and in, intimate or, or business or, you know, friendship, I'm more aware of myself. And so lesson learned, lesson learned. Now, once upon a time, I would 
I would, uh, you know, poor me, oh my, what did I do wrong? And how could I made it better? And I should have done this. I, once again, faking the orgasm. I could have right. done this, going done this, you know. I, oh, God, thank you for deliverance. <laughs> yes, amen, amen. And you, you have said so many things in this short time. You have said so many things. Um <laughs> Oh, about self-awareness, you. you know, mm. and, and I love the way that you said faking the or- orgasm and not necessarily yeah. in the sexual sense, but that was part yeah. of it, but faking the happiness, faking the yeah. heart, um, yeah. facing the facts of life. You know, you have to change. And and one of the things that you said was um, that they didn't change, you did. And let me oh. expand upon that for all of you within the sound of our voice. These people did not change. They are who they have always been, period. They are who they have been always, okay? They may have changed it slightly to, you know, put throw out that hook. And see, that's what hooked is all about. You will hear about Ooh. that tomorrow morning when you join me for the Sunday morning inspiration or you listen to the replay. But that's what hooked is all about. They will throw out that reel. And they will wait until they catch a bite. And then they will reel it in. The bottom line is the same. Just like the fishermen, they're reeling you in. And they dangled all that nice little worm in front of you. And you caught on. And then that hook got in you. And you got reeled in. And guess what he did? He took you up, fried you up in the pan. He he fried you up in the pan and consumed you. And the parts that were of no use to him, he discarded. Oh. He or whatever that fisherman is. I said, let me tell you also, did you hear what I just said? Sometimes relationships are just like the fishermen. They throw that reel up there. They put that worm on there. You out there swimming around, having yourself a good time. Ooh, dinner. You grab on. Next thing you know, they get you on that hook and they reel you in. If they got you now, they reel you in. What they do, they call them, they fillet you, they fry you up in the pan and the parts that serve them no purpose, they discard. That's the same way it is in life. And that's so true what you said, that they're the same person. And, 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 here's, the, and here's the evidence, uh, in my case, that he's still the same person because God has blessed me to see um, not that I wish anybody evil. I don't wish them no evil or nothing. God, no. But my point is that, you know, we've been divorced. He's moved on, but he's beat the person he's with now, looking at prison time, okay? Like the same kind of stuff I was going through when I was his wife. And I believe that God let that come to my ear. Let me see that. So just to confirm me, okay, that, uh, it was a good thing that I'm not there no more. You see what I'm saying? Right. right. It was like for God showing me, man, so see, it wasn't you. It, it, you know, it, it, they've always been that way. You know, look at where you are at now. You know, you was caught up in that, that hook thing, you know, but now right. you're in the outside looking in, and here it is years later since divorce, and they're repeating the same old stuff when we were together. Right. Because they haven't changed. They haven't changed. And the good part is... always been the same person. Right. The same person. And I mean, there's there's pieces in this book um, to all the listeners 
there are pieces in this book that talk about that. You looking in the mirror and not knowing who you are. You look in the mirror and not recognizing who you are because we are the ones who were changed by the experience. Now, what happens after we decide to face everything and rise and face it until we fix it? Who we become is not the person who we were prior to. Trust me, we become someone brand new because then we pick those best of our broken pieces and recreate a brand new, stronger, more resilient masterpiece. That is where we are today. That is why we are doing this series to let you all think in another way. It's time for you to clear out all of that funky thinking you've been doing. You need to clear that out. When when a brand new, new you starts to emerge, you get a brand new mind, a brand new attitude, and guess what? Uh, higher altitude. That's what this series is all about. Brand new attitude and altitude, brand new you. We are walking this journey together. It doesn't end just because we're divorced. It doesn't end because guess what? We still have to pick up all the broken pieces. We have to go through everything inch by inch to see where those hidden cracks are. We have to look for those as well. So I'm telling you all now here today, get yourselves together. Pick yourselves up, brush yourselves off. A new year is coming. It's a new way with a new day, and you can live your life. Guess what? Not my way, not Marisol's way, but your way. And that's what these shows are all about. That and is she's exactly like what you told me. You told me once. She said, Marisol, the only thing our past, when we look into our past, is to um, the lessons learned. So when I go that's back right. there... When I go back there and look at my part of my marriage that I, you know, my when I was married, it's to get the lessons learned. <laughs> it's not to go through a guilt trip about, you know, I could have done better if I could have, would have, should have. It's not about that. It's about getting the lessons. But what did I learn from that about me? Not even so much about my ex-husband, but about me. How is it that I said, how well is it that I caught that bait? How did I get that bait? You know, uh, uh, got hooked on that bait and stayed on there for so long. I was married 27 years to an abuser, emotionally, Mm -hmm. physically. Okay, abuser, yep. and so um, I, and full of fear. I love that. Face everything and rise, rise mm-hmm. up to myself. To myself, I yep. must be true. Rise up to myself. What part did I play? What have I learned from that? How can I apply different concept of belief? Uh, so you know, I don't keep going around the same old mountain. <laughs> you know, that's right. My God, I'll never that's forget. Right. Maria, the day he he hit me and knocked me off that chair, and, and I there I was having to clean up all the mess. You know, because I was scared. He was like, pick up all that mess, clean up, you know, the, everything. And, and and they left the house, and, and there I am. And then I finally made it to the bathroom, and I looked in the mirror. I looked on the mirror, and I was bruised. And and, and, and it was just, you know what, the, the, the beating wasn't as bad, oh, my God, as what was revealed to me at that moment when I looked in the mirror. I looked at myself and I could no longer fake it to myself. 
when I felt content for myself. There's nothing worse than when you're facing the reality of yourself that you just can't ride yourself no more. It don't matter if you hit me, if you talk bad about me, or whatever you do. It's when self becomes aware so much that you can no longer lie to yourself. I could no longer lie to myself looking into that mirror. It wasn't the wounds on my face. It was what I was realizing about me. Look at you. Look at you. And I was like, I, I felt content for that person in the mirror. Why would you do this? How did you do this? And it was like it set in motion step by step by step, okay, with Jesus on my side, with faith on my side, hope on my side, step by step by step to get out of it. And I've been walking step by step ever since, Maria, because that's a really, I mean, I don't think there's anything worse that I have felt than when I saw my own self through my own eyes, I saw just, I, I disrespected myself. I, I was dishonoring myself. I felt content for myself. And I said, oh, no, that's why to thyself, you must be true. You can't right. run from yourself. I could no longer run from myself. I could no longer fake my own orgasm. Right. For the sake of anything, right. money, children, home, property, prestige, I could no longer fake my orgasms. I left it. That's right. I walked out the house. I didn't know where I was going to end up. You know, but I kept on walking. I just kept on walking because I couldn't stand me no more. I couldn't stand myself no more, Maria. But listen to you now and look at how far (laughs) you've come. And I want you to, I want the listeners, let me tell you all something about this. I never, ever, ever know how our shows are going to turn out, but. This is how we're going to end our discussion for today. Just as you heard Marisol say everything that she just said, let me read this piece that comes right after. Um, It's on the flip side of Addicted, but um, there's a piece in my book that's called My Two Cents of Cerebral. It was um, a part of an interview, uh, my response to uh, an interview question, and it says, was a good wife, check. Encouraged him daily, check. Supported him. In any way I could, check. Told him I loved and adored him daily, check, until he did not love me anymore. Because he did not love, honor, or respect me, and he hurt me terribly. I loved me more than staying with someone who did not even think of me as a human being. I was broken, scarred, and penniless, and still I loved me enough to get out. So remind me again. Why you will not leave? He, um, you cannot live in that beautiful house if you're dead. You cannot mm-hmm. drive that fancy car he used he used to hit you with. Mm-hmm. No use in putting on that makeup anymore because folks will only see those burn scars and talk about how pretty you used to be. Mm-hmm. The children know something is wrong, but they yep. are. Afraid you both may get mad if they say anything. Children's minds remember what they have seen and lived through. The scars may stick, and they will grow up to be abusers and or be abused. So remind me again, 
why you will not leave. Wow. So as we're talking about this all year, wow. think about why you do not love yourselves enough to leave your bad situations. That is what I need you all to understand. That is what these programs are all about. If you didn't believe it in Marisol's story, that was my response to an interview that I had done. And I want you all to understand, as we said before, we are living through this. So whether you're coming home to it, whether you're waking up to it, whether you know that it's coming, so therefore you are expecting it, we are here to walk this road together. So as you all know, each week we I try to find, this was a chore this week, but this week our um, organization of choice is the Boulder Crest Retreat, Healing Heroes One Family at a Time. Uh, Boulder Crest Retreat is the nation's first privately funded rural wellness center dedicated exclusively to our nation's combat veterans and their families. They are committed to improving the physical, emotional, spiritual, and economic well-being of this remarkable community of heroes and ensuring that they have the opportunity to succeed in their new missions, a life of passion, purpose, and service here at home. So again, this is our pick for the day, uh, the Boulder Crest Retreat, uh, Military and Veterans Wellness Boulder Crest Retreat. Let me get down here. My system is really giving me a fit right now, but you can contact them at 540-554-2727, 540-554-2727. You can email them at info at bouldercrestretreat.org. They're located at 18370 Bluemont Village Lane, Post Office Box 117, and Bluemont, Virginia, 20135. Okay, so that is our pick for today the boulder crest retreat and if you want to get involved with us here at um healing through hurt i talk radio network of course there's several ways to do that join us for our talk show programs this our saturday morning motivation it airs at 9 a.m on tuesdays we have the focus females global chat cafe that airs at 7 p.m on tuesday evenings and the Sunday Morning Inspiration. Um, that usually airs at 8 a.m. Sometimes I will do it earlier if I have a busy Sunday. But um, you can always click on the players and listen to the replay. On social media, we have several groups. We have WOW, Women of Wisdom and Work. Over on Facebook, we have Focus, Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. That is the acronym. It is a registered trademark. Um, we are focused, and as I said, it stands for Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success, the group there. That is our urban-based group. They talk about anything and everything within reason there. We also have our professional group, Focus Females Global on Facebook as well. That is where the mentors, mentees, uh, coaches, counselors, therapists, and all of us come together. If you are in need, reach out to us and, us and that organization, and one of our administrators will provide you with access. And over on um, over on 
Google Plus, we have uh, the Relationship Recovery Group. That is my global coaching group there. We are over 1,100 members strong and growing weekly. So I want you to um, join us, get involved. Our websites are focusfemalesglobal.com. That is our website for the Focus Females Global um, Professional Group. There's uh, contact forms there. There are also, uh, the email is inspire at focusfemalesglobal.com. Also, let's see, where are we? All over. What else do I forget, Marisol? Yes, we're all over. Uh, my website, cmariawall.com. You can email me at letsgrow at cmariawall.com. There's also a contact form there. But just so you know, all of our programs, both real world and here in the virtual world, are sponsored by the Wall Foundation Incorporated. And that is a 501c3 IRS approved tax exempt nonprofit. Uh, we would love to have you get involved. If you have a product, a service you would like to donate and share, or if you'd like to provide us with a monetary donation. By the way, your donations are tax deductible to the fullest extent of current law here in the United States. So again, uh, you can visit us at thewallfoundationinc.org, same thing. Uh, our email is contact at thewallfoundationinc.org, and there are communication forms there as well. Thank you so much to all of you who have reached out to us. Uh, we love having you um, with us and hearing from you. You don't know how much your support means to us. Um, we appreciate it more than my mere words could ever express. So, again, um, wow, there are so many things that um, – we will have going on. We are looking for new partners to expand the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. So, again, um, contact us. Oh, and for those of you who still love putting pen to paper, I like receiving real letters, by the way. Our address is Post Office Box 272 in Randallstown, Maryland, 21133. What else? Before we go, Marisol, we have about yes. 10 minutes. So what would you like well, to leave with everyone today? Well, all, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to keep it. You know what? This is the real right here. Uh, I love my orgasms today. They're real. They're intense. They're passionate and um, in every way. And I'm just, get, it's just, it gets better later, baby. You know, it will get better later, like you said, in the beginning, later, it, you know, after. You know, there is calm after that storm, baby, and it's good, real good. <laughs> right. I'm crowning now, Maria. 
You know, I'm clowning up, <laughs> but it's the truth, though. It gets better later. They never lied when they said that. I don't know who said it, but kudos to you, baby, because it's so true. It gets better later. There is freedom in stopping the faking of your orgasm. Okay, That's get right. real. Whatever. But look, whatever your orgasm is, this right That's here, right. right now, using it as a metaphor or a simile or whatever oh. you want to call it, the bottom line is, <laughs> what is your orgasm? You need to stop faking it because if you come back to the real about what an yeah. orgasm is supposed to be all about, baby, if you're not enjoying it, it's not worth doing it. Whatever it is, I'm telling you now. End of discussion. So that's where we're going to leave this on that high note. That's something for all of you, man and woman. You can both think that's on right. this for a minute, okay? Because if you're not enjoying it, baby, you're doing it all wrong. You need to change something up now. But we're going to keep working towards this. So by the end of the year, we are all enjoying some type of new orgasm or whatever name you want to use for it. But you know what? But for today's purposes, that's how we're going to do it because that gets people's minds and attention going. When I get off of here, guess what my orgasm is? Finishing up my schoolwork for this week so that I will be able to enjoy this holiday weekend. So okay. that's what I'm working towards. I love when I sit down and I put my head in my books. Uh-huh. I say it in my books, people. Some of y'all don't take your mind very well. I say it, my head is going in my books. Okay. So the bottom line is simple. That's my orgasm for this weekend. And changing up my clothes, bringing out my winter wardrobe and all of that, getting my home ready so that the roofers can come next weekend and um, some the electricians can um, come in and all of these types of things. This is what I'm doing right now. Yes, my ex tore up everything that I spent my life building, but guess what? I'm getting to the point now where I can start to rebuild and enjoy doing it. Okay. So, yeah walking this journey. So let's keep doing it. So for now, as always, before we go, I want to pray each and every one of you, what? Enough. I want to pray you enough shine to brighten those rainy days of yours. And I want to pray you enough rain, yes, I said rain, to make your gardens grow beautifully because we need both in our lives. I pray you no smile, turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, guess what? I pray you enough strength and courage so that you are able to face what may be at your door or coming your way from this point and beyond. No, you are not alone. So I want you to continue to pay it and pray it forward. I need you all to understand this. I need you all to know that it's time for you to let go of any and everything that has made you unhappy for the last hour, for the last week, for the last year, for the last month, for the last five years, for the last 10 years, and certainly for the last 20 plus years. The bottom line is that it's okay. Face everything and rise. Face it until you fix it. That's the mindset that we need to be in. We know what it was like to look in the mirror and not know who we were seeing staring back at us. We know what it is like to be hurt. We know what it is like to feel less than human. So don't come to me and tell me what you think that I don't know. 
I've already walked that mile and more in your shoes. Matter of fact, who do you think is part of that crew that's paving the way to make your journey a little less bumpy? It's the Marisols of the world. It's the Marias of the world. It's all of the leaders and the healers and the motivators and the mentors. It's us. We are the face of the healing that's waiting for you at the end of your road. So the bottom line is simple. You either allow us to walk with you or you walk alone, but make no mistake, your road will be less bumpy because you heard these words, and these words are helping you to have a smoother journey. Not about you saying thank you. It's about us doing what we're compelled to do. We're here to help you whether you want it or not. So until next time, be well, be blessed. And as I said, shout out to all of our listeners over on the Armed Forces Radio Network. Thank you so much for choosing us to be a member of your family. Till next time, Marisol, thank you so much as always. Good, good, good talking to you. Uh, as we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's Finally. And think about this, people, today. How befitting is that song? You might have come to your fork in the road, finally. Which way will you go? Your time is now, people. So, once again, this is so good to hear from you. It's always good when you can join me for these conversations. because, And I tell you this, Marisol, and I haven't said Um. this in a while. But when I first started talking to Marisol had been following me on social media for a long time. But when she actually reached out and we started to converse with one another, Marisol <laughs> has come a long way from the beginning when she said, I don't want people to know my business. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And now I can't get her to shut up. It, it's amazing how far people have come. Maria, my organisms. I'm like, back in the day, she would have said, I'm not talking about that. She would have been like, oh, no, 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 and I was just calm. I was like, it's okay. You're not there yet, but trust me, you're going to get there. You are really going to get there. And Marisol will tell you, I never come right out and say anything. I let her figure out things on her own. It's at her own pace. My job is just to be there that she stays on the straight and narrow. So, you know, trust me, the old Marisol in this one, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> I would have been trying to justify and rationalize faking it, right? I would have been like, there's a yeah, reason for faking it. I would have been rejecting all of it. Apart, but, you got, but now you're to that point where you know the concept. Just say it. Just do it. Stop trying to rationalize and figure it out. Dig all deeper. Just do it. Get it out of your system. And every day, I just want you to know that I have noticed how much you have grown by leaps and bounds and how proud I am of your uh, movement in this journey. And um, I thank well, you so much you. for believing in me to um, to yes. stick it out with me and the yes. foundation and everything yes. that we do. But I thank mm-hmm. you, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate all of you for your kind words and all of that. I do appreciate hearing from you, and I love – keep them coming. Keep your letters coming. Keep your questions coming. Keep everything coming. And um, – We will see you here again soon. I'll see you tomorrow morning, somewhere between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m., depending on what my schedule looks like because it tends to get really hectic on Sundays. But I will see you for our Sunday morning inspiration where, of course, we are going to pick up on our next leg of this journey and our piece that we will be sharing is hooked. So 
I'll see you tomorrow morning. Be well, be blessed. Marissa, I'll chat with you a little bit later. Have a wonderful day, everyone. God bless you, Maria. God bless you. And thank you. You too, sis.